This episode of Willits Pod is brought to you by alabamatrucknuts.com. It's very difficult to come up with a tagline for alabamatrucknuts.com because it's alabamatrucknuts.com, which is already quite intriguing. So we'll just say alabamatrucknuts.com again. That's alabamatrucknuts.com, baby. That is the sound of an ice cold, hopefully refreshing, I haven't had this one before, Arizona Sweet Tea. Real brew, Southern style. I haven't had that one either, actually. This one, uh, 23 fluid ounces. This is Will, it's Pod. I'm Jesse from the internet. You've just heard Addy from the internet. Keelan from the internet is here. Hi, Keelan. Hey, Jesse. And uh, last but not least, our guest for today, uh, from the Sickos Committee portion of the internet, Commissioner Escalante from the internet. Commish, how you doing? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And that is a that that's sweet. Yeah, it's good. No complaints. I don't know if I could do a blind taste test necessarily. Yeah, no, it's different from the lemon. It doesn't have a lemon flavor to it. Okay, yeah, so it's like a it's like an unflavored uh, Arizona iced tea. Just uh, is it good. They have it at my corner store. I just never get it because I'm always like, there's always something else, you know. I like it. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm probably going to down this thing pretty fast because I came on the show thirsty today. Uh, that's always, uh, you know, allergy season continuing apace here in New York. But we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, is here. We've got uh, the NFL draft coming up, and we have to preview that in the way that uh, only we can at Willits Penn. And I shouldn't say that because uh, I feel like the Ghost Committee could also uh, quite possibly preview the NFL draft that way that we're going to do that. But um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. So we will uh, jump right into that and we will jump right into uh, saying congratulations uh, to the commish and, and to the Sickos committee on forming uh, an actual Sickos LLC. Yes. Wild times. What What is happening here? Um, really? I <laughs> We wanted to move forward with it. I don't know what's what's going on with the internet, so we, we don't know what's going on. Uh, and really, the Twitter account was just formed to make inside jokes with maybe 20 of us uh, in our Discord. And I started tweeting along with the games in like 2021. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the account just grew out of out of kind of nowhere. Um, you know, and, and now we're two years later. Uh, I've, I've been on the Fine Bomb show. Uh, I've, I've, uh, had an article written about the committee and like the athletic, uh, and featured in the New York times. I, uh, it's, it's just been kind of a whirlwind. So, uh, we formed the LLC and we, we had it kind of just sitting in our back pocket for a bit and really, um, just kind of sat on it. And we were communicating with the, the gentleman Ward Sutton, our cartoonist, Kelly, and he's the one that made the cartoon, the, the sickos guy himself. And uh, he started following us with when we had maybe about 4,000 followers. And he just, I was like, you know, if we need to stop using this image, we'll stop using it. But we're not like selling anything. We're just kind of doing this for fun. And we're basically like very lighthearted. We're not like punching down on any teams or anything like that. We're just having a good time. And he, he felt that's what we were doing. And he said, we can keep using it. So I reached out to him and I've been talking with his business partner for a bit. And I was like, hey, can you make us something specific 
for us and us exclusively and we could sell some merch and we'll give him like the you know the majority cut of the profits of that merch we'll have some different merch but he agreed to it which uh, absolutely amazing to us and we got the llc going i i wrote something which i am not a great writer but i wrote something to kind of do like a state of the union address for the sick house committee which was it felt very weird but i had to explain everything and i mean we've kind of grown you know, with like college basketball came out of nowhere. Uh, then we started the, I think you had one of our, uh, the, the, I think Brooklyn, like she, she's the main one for like the, the, I guess, sickos of summer. We created that. We mm-hmm. also have like the hockey one, the sickos on ice. Then we have like an Instagram because we don't know what's going on with Twitter from day to day. Uh, <laughs> honestly, we have no idea. And we did this. And he agreed to it. He gave us the the drawings probably a few weeks ago. And since I just like welcomed like a little infant to the world, I've been kind of delayed uh, this this year. And y- y'all caught me on my first day back from paternity leave at work. So I actually had to like go back to work today for the first time. Uh, well, but it's okay. It's, it's fine, uh, I think. But, you know, maybe one day I could do this full time, which would be fantastic. I mean, the, the goal is to sell some merch to uh, we have a Patreon to like get like some discord benefits, which I know I know Jesse's involved in that. Um, you know, I see him post some articles every now and then yeah. for, for some fodder for the committee. So we, we definitely do appreciate that. But yeah, it's it's a great and welcoming environment. And we wanted to welcome, you know, everybody to join in. Uh, I believe tentatively uh, we're going to launch the merch as long as I have everything done by then. Um, probably in the first week of May, uh, ideally, I think we're going to go for, uh, Cinco de Mayo and, and, and maybe call that Sicko's de Mayo. Sicko so, de Mayo. That's yeah. right. Yes. There you go. So that's, we're in the works. Cinco here. de Sicko. Yes. It'll work. Um, you know, it, it'll be, it'll be a fun launch and, and we will have like many different versions of merchandise, uh, with like, I think he gave us. 10 to 15 different drawings. So we got to go through and we got a new logo, which I haven't, uh, you can kind of see it in the sub stack, but I put a watermark over it. That's the football version. We have a basketball version. We didn't get any baseball stuff yet, but down the line we will. And it's kind of surreal doing this because I'm just having an absolute blast doing this. Like the, like tweeting, like I tweeted, like I quote tweeted a CNN article about being depressed with fries and I was like, oh, yeah? Well, what about Eastern Michigan getting fries dumped on him? He doesn't look depressed there. Uh, you know, like, stuff like that. It's just I'm having a good time. And, it, you know, Jordan, uh, you know, he's the graphic design gentleman. He's he's great at this. And we're just having some fun. And I, I hope whoever's listening to this, join in with my, my Cajun self and just have a good time and, and get to watch some crazy college football we want to go travel in person this is basically what we want to do and and you know for the sickos committee like we, we don't want to go like see alabama versus georgia or anything like that no 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 we want to go see like idaho state versus northern colorado in the holt dome in pocatello idaho that's what we want to go see so that's that's the side of things we want to go where it go to i mean we're probably going to El Paso again uh, this year to, to watch New Mexico State and Utah, but that's that's the side of the game that we love. 
And it's it's not ironic. I mean, I, for God's sakes, I went to ULM. Uh, so so it's not ironic at all. I mean, we love we love these schools. Like we celebrate their wins because I mean, just looking in the history, they're few and far between. And so when you win something, no matter how small it is, just celebrate it and have a good time. Yeah, and before before you came on the show um, th- this evening, we we talked. We were talking about how you got to where you are, and you mentioned you know moving in 05 because of that hurricane. My memory of that hurricane is. I hopped on a plane to Chicago because I wanted to go see the Florida Marlins play the Montreal Expos at Comiskey Park, um, which I did and and saw five games in four days. It was Expos Marlins at Comiskey, uh, Buckos against the Cubs at Wrigley, uh, Giants Brewers uh, and in Milwaukee, and then back east for Red Sox Rays and. Uh, Yankee somebody the, the the kicker on that one that one wasn't as important because I was uh, coming back home um, but it was yeah that's that's so I I think it's obvious to anybody who's listened to this show uh, or read our Substack why why we overlap uh, we've had Brooke on the show and managing the Shreveport Sickos in the Alabama Truck Nuts League presented by AlabamaTruckNuts.com. <laughs> Uh, the Shreveport Sickos were in last place after the opening challenge of the season, but uh, nowhere to go but up is what that means. Wait, Jesse, uh, what place am I in? I didn't even know we were we'd been placed yet. Oh yeah, there was there was a whole uh, first challenge. We'll see. Uh, I Alabama did the Truck challenge. Notes. You did do the challenge. Um, all right, I need to actually look on our website to figure this out. So we can look on our website to figure this out. It, it seems that way. Uh, oh. do, 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 do. You are the Ganymede Gals in... Okay. We scroll down to find the Ganymede Gals in uh, fifth place out of seven. I uh, have Shohei Otani. So do two other teams. Actually, so Wait, do... Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> so, I thought I had a lock on that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, now I'm very confused about the Actually, so, so do not just two other teams, but three other teams, because tonight we are welcoming the uh, the Memphis Meaties, managed by our very own Keelan. Thank you for the shout out. Yeah. Go Meaties. I Who's don't know the rules of this league either, which is what makes it really fun. Much like <laughs> I'm on this podcast tonight to discuss the NFL draft, which I told my boyfriend and he said... Why? Um, <laughs> and then he like, and then I, I literally it left my brain. I don't even know what he told me I should say. He's he's into like he he knows about the draft. He cares about like co- college football a lot. He cares about like high school recruiting. Um, he's one of those guys. But I've picked up absolutely nothing. And he was like, "Here's what you should say." He said something to me that was like. Literally, it went one in one ear and out the other. And I was like, whatever that is, I don't trust you. Like, I'm not going to say that on a recording. Like, I knew he was going to try and get me to say something crazy. Thankfully, I forgot it. So I come even without that knowledge <laughs> to this discussion this evening. And that's um, – although I know about baseball, that's how I feel about our fantasy league, Keelan. I'm just like – Jesse messages me once a week and I'm like, you know what? I think Noah Syndergaard would be good at Family Feud. <laughs> I love it. That I'm is uh, a cloned Otani. 
Yeah, he's he is now on his fourth team, the Memphis Medes, in what is now a nine-team league. And and Keelan, you've also uh, taken some other players. Do, do you remember who those are from the text message several minutes ago? I do. Um, I for the, for our for my meaty boy. I I was trying to avoid people that other people had picked, but I didn't know about Otani. Um, so I picked Lance Lynn to represent my meaty boy. Mm-hmm. I was going to go with Alejandro Kirk, but that's all he was taking. I didn't want to do that. Um, and then I didn't really understand the place names part, so I took it literally as somebody who represented the area, which is Memphis, and Drew Pomerantz is from around there. But I was also like, Elvis has Graceland in Memphis, so I picked Elvis Andrus, even though that's going to go terrible for my team. Um, so I'm still confused about that, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who else did I pick? I don't even remember now. This uh, was literally you, like 30 minutes you ago. rounded it out with uh, Andrew McCutcheon and Jorge Mateo, and, and I'd <laughs> like to uh, throw open the discussion here as to whether it should be Drew Pomeranz or, or Elvis Andrus as the uh, as the most Memphis I would lean. I would lean Elvis, given the way that this league is, and given the way that everything we do here is. I would also lean Elvis. Let's go. Okay, can I? I, I, I'm sorry. Can I really quick talk about a baseball thing that's also a hockey thing for like three seconds? Sure. Okay, so um, currently there are three Mets at um, the hockey game. Who's playing? Is it the Islanders? The Rangers? Jesse? Rangers Devils. Game four as we are recording this this evening. Okay, thanks. See, baseball is literally the only thing I have. Um, So my friend is at the game and he sends a picture of three Mets uh, at the Rangers game. It is a really funny collection of Mets. (laughs) And and, um, it's Pete Alonso, Luis Guillorme, and Tomas Nito at, together at the Rangers game, which I just think is a really funny threesome of Mets. Like it's a, it's like a pairing, a grouping that I would never be like, I bet those guys hang out together, which is not to say that this is proof they hang out together. But as my friend said, who sent the picture, he said, hilarious that they're letting Nito come to the Rangers for free. <laughs> And that really made me laugh. Uh, Tomas, you know, really probably doesn't deserve to be sitting at a Rangers playoff game for free. <laughs> wow. After all he's done. Do you think that's a bad take? Like, that's who they could get? They can't get Francisco Lindor? I am surprised by that, that Lindor wouldn't show up for that, because he's usually, like, he right loves in the midst that of stuff. all that kind of stuff. Jeff McNeil? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe Francisco Lindor was was tuckered out from the long flight with his snuggle buddy, Starling Marte, um, in the absolute quote of the freaking season so far for the Mets. Oh, yeah. Uh, are, are you Did guys you aware of this? this? No. They say this. Oh, my yeah. God. Waiting <laughs> on us. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. Francisco Lindor was, was asked uh, about the um, – the trip back from San Francisco because the Mets were just on a uh, uh, 10 game or, you know, uh, a long road trip. Um, shoot. I, I don't know. how. To, let's see. Snuggle I, buddy Marte. It's, it's in our, it's in our chat, Jesse. 
Oh, well, that would, well, I've got it here on the, uh, looking at the actual chat would be helpful, but, uh, from Mike Puma, uh, Mets, po- Mets report from the New York Post last night, uh, on Twitter, the Mets are taking the red eye back to NYC. Francisco Lindor told me he'll be fresh in the morning because he's a good sleeper on the plane. Said he's got his snuggle buddy, in quotes, Starling Marte. <laughs> That's awesome. Which one's, which one's the big or a little spoon? I think I it's Marte Big Spoon. Who's taller of those two? I think probably and, Marte. Hmm. Yeah, I bet Sean Marte is taller than he's six one. He's listed as, and Francisco Lindor is listed as five eleven. Cute. There you go. So, Marte, we're going to go with Marte Big Spoon. That's what I'm going to guess. Okay. Yeah. I also feel like energetically, you know, just energetically, that feels right to me. I'll agree. Um, I don't know if we close the loop on everything with the Fantasy League, but we'll we'll get into that more on on the sub stack as the rules of the league take shape. Because the important thing here is that, um, I am completely making it up as I go along, and that is how a team that started the season with three dead players uh, wound up in first place after the first challenge uh, with, like, 30,000 points. Um, oh, my God. Who's in first place? Farstel's Fuzzballs, led by Captain Jack Glasscock. Wow. Yeah. So it's always a learning opportunity. Um yeah, but I, who? I like, wait, can I just guess? Is it like Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, and like fucking <laughs> I don't know, like Christy Matthewson? It, it is. It is Captain Jack Glasscock, Bobby Mercer, and Nick Aidenhart. Even crazier. Yep. Uh, the and and Shohei Otani was the number six player in the in the league if in the first challenge. Uh, just you know, he's shared by half the league so that presents its own challenge and uh but if you if you want to play fantasy baseball why should you have to go through a whole season without Shohei Otani on your team if you want to have that's true that's what I said that's all I'm here for at this point honestly exactly so and so here's what I'll just say this this is the only reason I am on this show is because about two years ago I joined a fantasy football league with some of my friends from college that had mm-hmm. six it had six people in it which was the exact right amount of people for my fantasy league which was a complete and total joke my um quarterbacks were Aaron Rodgers and my backup quarterback actually no that's the other way around my quarterback was Tom Brady and he was amazing and Aaron Rodgers was my backup quarterback and I used him for like one week the entire year when Tom Brady had a bye And this stupid little fantasy league woke me up to the joys of a little thing called NFL Red Zone. And I will never forget the first time I'm, like, watching Red Zone in this fantasy league. I, like – my boyfriend and I constantly make fun of broadcasters, obviously, as sports fans. It's part of our duty. Um, the red zone host said something. His name is escaping me. I'm sure we all know it. He Scott said something Hansen. kind of Scott Hanson. Scott Hanson said something, and I kind of made fun of it. And my boyfriend, dead serious, goes, "No, don't." Scott Hanson is a hero, <laughs> and we will never disrespect him. <laughs> and that made me start to watch red zone with this eye of like, this is actually 
a fucking phenomenal piece of television that they pull off every single week. And I that shit's amazing. So I'm kind of jokingly a Jets fan. That's a whole other story. It's a big day for me as a joking Jets fan. Um, but mostly I care about Red Zone. And that has made me like kind of care about the NFL. Um, so I guess what I'm asking you guys is who should I draft in our fantasy league next year? I don't know. Jeff, like fantasy wise, like with the first pick? Yeah. Or with the who's who is okay, here let me let me refine. Who is gonna get drafted this year that I should draft in the fall? Like a good rookie. A good rookie. Oh, okay. That I should snatch out from everyone else. Okay. Uh is it a dynasty league? No, we're okay. no no no. Please remember how unserious this is. <laughs> Please remember oh. my like it, I, like whoever you say I'm gonna be able to get them. I had the eleventh pick somehow. No, it wasn't the eleventh. I must have had the ninth pick because this year we had ten and I was second to last. And it, with the ninth pick, I got Cooper Cup. So okay, I'm gonna throw one out here, and it, this is only if he gets drafted by the Chiefs. So this is kind of a serious thing, I guess. But I, I gave up fantasy football. Uh, the COVID year, I, I stopped, and then I've never picked it back up. But, Good for you, healthy. I don't, I don't know how that pulled that off. It was just weird. I was like, I don't feel like doing this, like pick, adding and dropping somebody if they can't play because they have COVID. It just felt weird, and I'm like, no, I, I can't do it. Um, so if he gets drafted by the Chiefs, there's a wide receiver from Boston College named Zay Flowers. Zay, Z A Y Flowers. Cool and, name. And he was the basically the only thing on Boston College's offense. Um, if the defense could not cover him and the quarterback had time to get the ball to him, uh, giant playmaker. So if that happens, I would say Zay Flowers. You but probably don't need to do – only if he goes to the Chiefs. If he goes okay. to another team, I would probably stay away from him. I will uh, chime in with my – pick here which is um i i glean my draft knowledge by um not by paying any attention to sports because i have a notoriously horrible track record of saying holy shit that guy's amazing in college and then um i think he's going to be an amazing pro and then he stinks the the one guy that i was right about about that was plex goburus um who i saw play like saw him at michigan state like doing his thing i was like that guy's going to be amazing and he was um, well, until th- until yeah, the yeah. incident, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But I, to be fair, I was really excited because the Giants had drafted the uh, the next guy who I really thought was kind of like that, which was Mario Manningham. Um, and you know what? Mario Manningham was a huge part of that second Super Bowl and beating Tom Brady. So doesn't matter that he didn't have a fabulous superstar career or anything like that. He had a Big moment made me happy uh, watching watching those dudes that can like go up and like it's like they got the go go gadget arms. I those are my favorite kind of wide receivers. But to get to your question, Addy, uh, my draft advice is uh, to listen to other people who know more about sports and football than I do, um, and that's why um, I listen to you know like I listen to Balmani Jones every Friday. He's got Dominique Foxworth on, and I learn. I learn more listening to those two guys talk when they talk about a lot of things, but like 
especially like when those two guys start talking about football, it's amazing. Cause like Bomani's a great interviewer and Dominique is so freaking like both a great communicator and media member and like smart guy and like able to like, so like Bomani's able to like draw shit out of him. Anyway, um, B. John Robinson, uh, running back. Uh, the game is, the game is changing in a way that, uh, suits him. And, uh, I, I also have seen him play, which is always, uh, you know, I, if it's a college football player who's good enough that I've, uh, heard of him in a way that makes the name stick rather than just like, um, well, that's not true because there is Spencer Petrus, but aside from Iowa, which is the, the, it, the obverse <laughs> to everything, um, yeah, if if a college football player is like good enough, that like his name is sticking in my head, that's probably a good player. That's who I would have said too, Jesse. Wow. Okay. Not not just related because his name like sounds like mustard that you spilled before the podcast. <laughs> like, no, not this not time. The, the Bijan. <laughs> Although, he did have a mustard too. Maybe that's maybe that's yeah. Bijan had uh, some Dijon. So yeah. Did he get maybe that in IL? Yeah, he did. He has his own brand of mustard. I, I believe it's it's That's amazing. I believe it's Bijan's Dijon mustard. I did get to see him play and run all over ULM in the first game of the season, so that was a lot of fun. I, I got to I got to do that in the press. That ULM did not cover the spread. It was close, but they did not cover the spread. I'm gonna be honest. A lot of a lot of this, I was like, okay, this is really a lot of this is not making any sense to me. Thank goodness this is recorded. I'll just come back and listen to it later. But the but I was pretty sold when both of you, Keelan and Jesse, voted for him. But I was f- finally here, dead in, with Bijan's Dijon like that. <laughs> that's the kind of player that I draft. <laughs> and thank goodness he's also apparently fucking amazing. That's perfect for me. All right. Well, by his mustard. That is the kind of uh, I would too. Uh, that that is the kind of draft preview that we are doing here, and I think that we can move into the the next uh, segment here. Hi, dude. Oh, this cat, Keelan's Dude's cat, here. She says, she says bye. Bye. She'll be back. Bye, dude. Uh, yes, yeah, the the kind of uh, what the hell, Keelan? Did you just become a GIF? Yeah. Awesome. I'm right now. Don't mind me. Your cat's just going to reboot. You're buffering. Oh my God, it's <laughs> happening again! <laughs> so, dude, the cat is doing laps in front of Keelan uh, as as I try to uh, say what we are doing here, which is, um, I don't know how how many of the the four of us here are, there goes dude again, are <laughs> drinking games sorts of people. I no longer am, but I'm still, like, the concept of it, I think, is a fun thing. Um, you can, you know, eat yourself stupid on a bag of M&Ms if you want. Um, if I, too, am a, I too am a drinking games in concept are fun person because um, I love being the resident young person on this podcast, uh, which makes it even funnier what I'm about to say, which is because I'm almost 30. So um, I'm, I'm I, I can't do that anymore. Starts to be harder then. I agree. Well, you can do it. It's just that you might need a bye week after. I might. I need like a bye six months <laughs> after. <laughs> uh, 
so before we before we do this, uh, figuring out what our what our game will look like, I think that we have to figure out which channel do you watch the draft on. Are you an, an old school Mel Kuyper head and stick with ESPN, or are you an old school can't fucking still Mel Kuyper and go to NFL Network? Yeah, no, I hate. Well, excuse me, I do not like Phil Kuyper. Him and his him, him and his uh, having a slice of pumpkin pie every day. So wait, what? Yes, yeah, y'all, y'all didn't know this. Okay, perfect. Uh, Mel Kuyper is 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 very strange, but he will have a slice of pumpkin pie every day. That is his thing. I mean, it has it's a good source of sure. Fiber. Do you know if he like that's weird. does he put like whipped cream on it? Like do you know if there's have you ever seen like a picture of how he dresses it up, if at all? Okay, let me let me delve into this. I, I, I didn't have you know, I all I know is that he eats he eats a pumpkin pie like every day. It's kinda like the weird thing that Nick Saban has an oatmeal cream pie, like a little Debbie every day also. Uh so I guess, you know, once you okay, get older. That one that one that I think is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, those are delicious. Yeah. Also, I want to know if Nick Saban has like a because I know that the other like kooky Nick Saban thing is like that he's a huge fan of D's nuts jokes. Yes. So like, is Nick Saban going it like does he have like a running rapport of D's nuts jokes with the guy at the at the Seven Eleven or whatever where he's picking up these little debbies? I would think so. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Mel Kiper information. I, I got it. it. He uses fat-free Ready Whip with the pumpkin pie. What the fuck? And 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 just looking at the slice from what I can see, this tweet. Uh, from what I see, this yeah. tweet from April twenty eighth, two thousand twenty two. Um, it looks like a, a literal quarter of the pie. <laughs> oh my god! Is it? Is it? Do we think? Canned pumpkin or like, yeah, there's no, like he's going fat free ready whip. This is, uh, I wonder if this is even a, a, a fresh baked pie or if this is like one of the, is this like those, you know, the table talk or you know, whatever little oh, Debbie this, competitor is that sells those pies. Look, this looks like a, like a grocery store. This, yeah, pie, this is like Jesse. a grocery store special. That's a, Big, that is that's a huge piece, such yeah. a big piece. It is. It's a very big piece of pie. Like a okay. Thing. Yeah, that oh is a full God. on. Is that a glass of yes, milk? Yes, it is. It's very, it's very odd. I mean, oh, I it's, really, I, I it's, I, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be store bought pumpkin pie, which I, I can see that you get it from the grocery store here in Texas. We have the the glorious HEB, where. You know, even year round, we can get pumpkin empanadas for breakfast. So, uh, just basically oh like God. breakfast empanadas with pumpkin filling. So, maybe if there was a Mel Kiper and he's from San Antonio, he would eat pumpkin empanadas every day. So, I don't know. Sounds good. I'm completely <laughs> like just your face, just your I... face, like through through everything off. This is great. I love to derail things with pumpkin. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let me just say that's fucking sick. Like. <laughs> And that like what a sicko. Yeah. Stop and I say that with absolute love, right? Like eat eat a giant piece of pie for breakfast every morning. But like 
pumpkin pie? It's crazy. Like, fat-free Ready Whip, which is, like, that stuff is just... It's hardly anything. Yeah, that's, like, it's, like, air mixed with sugar mixed with... Yeah. Whale cum. I don't don't even... Okay, that's probably too expensive. So... For this. Our draft day drinking game starts with a quarter of a pumpkin pie before the drinking begins. Oh, okay. So that's your base to start. <laughs> the base is quarter of store-bought pumpkin pie. Quarter of a store-bought pumpkin with pie. With fat-free ready whip. Okay. And then you're allowed to begin drinking. You could you could sub it with fat free cool whip if you want to you know if fact, you must if you must and, and if you're if you're sober perhaps uh, just instead of drinking you're just shooting fat free ready whip uh, out of the exactly. can in your mouth you know you know that would be good I mean you could do fat free whippets but uh, <laughs> no I'm sorry <laughs> I do not condone this yeah. uh, but these <laughs> are your choices to begin with either and you so- have whippets or yeah. pie. That's right. And then you're allowed to drink. So if he's drinking a whole glass of milk, maybe you start the drinking game with a milk-based alcohol. So maybe oh. maybe a little bit of a white Russian. You That's know. the scariest way to start drinking, too. That's right, yeah. Just, start Just with like that. the scariest thing that could happen to a person, which is getting drafted by the National Football League. Very scary. Yeah. Now, what's also scary is that the Jets, I assume, because as, as I texted you guys, I never got the answer to this. Um, I was walking down the street today in New York, and just after the, the ESPN uh, breaking news alert hit that Aaron Rodgers had been traded, um, I walked walking down the street and uh, saw a guy in New York City wearing a Milwaukee Bucks hat, and, and this fella said, um, it's like a touchdown in your mouth. This is the. Bichon, I know. I know. Bichon's, we really Bichon's. have actually needed to go back to this. <laughs> um, I, 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 I sent it to the text message. Yes, it's the it's the Bijan Dijon tagline. Uh, it's it's like a touchdown in your mouth. Um, and stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect. That's the craziest tagline I've ever heard. You know that it's like I'm having the like vision of the like Don Draper meme where he's like, okay. <laughs> All right. The tagline is, it's a touchdown in your mouth. Oh, he's we got all more. Want, he's got more. We all want to get back to the end zone. <laughs> the end zone is our home. Shut up. Bijan's Dijon. A touchdown in your mouth. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, Jesse. We all want to get to the end zone. Oh, um, they. There's another another one I just sent you. Oh no! Oh god! I'm scared. It's not as good as the touchdown in your mouth, but it's very confusing. It'll break your mouth, ankles. Okay, this makes no sense. This one makes no sense. None. Is that like a? joke or something that you guys as college football fans know that I'm not getting? Uh, it just I mean, basically when a running back, you know, fakes you out, they, they yeah. say that you get your ankles broken. So uh, if if I were if I were time. to try to tackle somebody, I would definitely have my ankles broken along with many other muscles mm-hmm. I'd, I'd pull at this point. 
but or yeah, or I, perhaps your mouth owes Bijan Robinson money. Uh, it, uh, he could run me straight over him. too. Yes, he. I don't <laughs> think I could tackle him. No, not at all. Uh, but it'll break your mouth's ankle, so I have a feeling that it will maybe say that it, it's going to put your taste buds and, and confuse them. I don't. I don't know. But but is. But that's a very different message to me than a touchdown in your mouth. This yes. one's like a surprising flavor. Perhaps you've never tasted. Like this is really confounding. Whereas mm-hmm. it's a touchdown in your mouth. I'm like, this is a fucking touchdown. This is the best mustard I've ever tasted. Yes. This is this is not consistent branding and it's well, I mean, making me question. It's a threat. It is. It is. Wow. But, but this is Texas though. This is Texas football. He's a Texas running back. You don't mess with Texas mustard. I guess. I guess. Sounds like an abusive relationship <laughs> with mustard, which yes. I'm in. <laughs> I don't even know if we said this on the recording, and maybe we need, maybe we shouldn't. Do you want to tell the people what happened, or do you want to keep it a mystery, Keelan? I squirted mustard <laughs> over myself. Yeah. Just all over. And it, it happens. That's, it was wild. That's how it, it, you know, it's coming back to the, she said it was Dijon, so it, it kind of works out. It, it was, was. It was. So, I think anytime you uh, spill a condiment on yourself, you also need to drink during this, uh, yes. during this NFL draft. Yeah. yeah. To answer your question, Jesse, I have only ever watched, again, take this with a grain of salt, but I only ever watch it on ESPN. Yeah, that's fair. It feels right. It feels like that's where you're supposed to watch. I've watched it on NFL Network, and it feels off brand. It feels off, yeah. And I think that as much as like what it is, and and here's another thing you can drink for, and you'll in this case you will drink thirty two times in the first round is when they play the do 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 do. The pick is in. The pick is in music. Yeah. I love that I mean, sound. It's so great. How often do we get, like, we get to hear that at the NFL draft and um, when the shutdown full cast, like, fucks around and does a, an episode where they put that in on a draft because I know that they use that sound effect. We're going to um, have to put it in on the next episode of the Sickos Committee podcast. I'm going to ask Jordan to throw that in there, too. I, I've, yeah, I've got this soundboard, and I can I can bring this back. Keelan will uh, appreciate this. I don't know if I can stop it once it happens, but Addie's done an ad read over this before, so uh, we'll just. Uh, anytime Tennessee players, you guys are gonna drink and go on to Home Sweet Home Two Dot B, which is not as good of a brand as, as our Lane's Secret Line, and this is not our chance. I did not do this intending to. Uh, name the websites that I have purchased over the past year um, in silly fashion. Uh, but, yeah. Here we are. I haven't heard that this song in months. It's still good. Still bops. You know, I like that it really made it like we had like an impromptu ad break where we're, you know, it's yeah. like, like the music underneath. Hey guys, you should buy our merch. It's really weird. Want a pair of boxers that says Big Dumper on the ass? We got it. What a pair of sellers. Want to protect. Want to buy mustard? <laughs> That's a touchdown in your mouth. <laughs> it's funny how 
like perfect under absolutely anything. <laughs> Touchdown in your mouth. Dot com. I I think I uh, can't, Jesse, can't buy that one. I think yeah. I think what you were looking for when we got sidetracked a few times, uh, you were looking for the terms of the Aaron Rodgers trade. Is that what you were looking yes. for? Okay. Uh, because the the guy on the street in the Milwaukee Bucks hat, and this was this was what concerned me. Yeah. Um, and what I wanted to bring it it wasn't just that he said this. He's like, eh, see what we got, like. Just no emotion. This guy was ready to like ready to be done with Aaron Rodgers. And and I know, Addy, I, I I just feel like the headlines are Jets trade for four time MVP, Aaron Rodgers, but um the the Jets have traded for Jets Aaron Rodgers and maybe that will be a Super Bowl, but I have a feeling that's going to be um, more what we're generally accustomed to seeing from the Jets. Okay, because... I just want to be a hundred percent clear about my Jets fandom, mm-hmm. which is that's the point. Like even more than the Mets, who I like, I am legitimately invested in the Mets' success. I love them. I care about them. I've 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 explained this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. I grew up in Utah. I fell in love with the Mets when I lived in New York. That's its own thing. Um, But many years later, an opportunity presented itself to marry my two hometowns. And when Zach Wilson was drafted by the Jets, there are many – there's major overlap between Jets and Mets fans. And like a true Jets fan, the first thing I did upon becoming a Jets fan for Zach Wilson was – immediately turn on Zach Wilson and hate him so much and wish every day that he would lose his job. Um, And I saw a tweet today that was like, the most toxic quarterback and the most toxic fan base. Like, this is going to go great. And I was like, yes. Like, that's what I'm in for. It Like, it hurts. It hurts me when the Mets lose. It hurts me when the Mets lose one game of 162. When the Jets lose, I'm like, perfect love it it's like it's that like pure sicko mentality where i'm just like this is the stupidest version of the stupidest thing in the entire world and in that way it's perfect to me it's so so yes you're absolutely right like this is not gonna go well i know that that's why i'm overjoyed today so you like mess Yeah, you like mess. All right. I love mess. That's it. Uh, I mean, yeah. I love mess. <laughs> I mean, again, already already a part of the committee, I'm sure. But yeah, we love mess. And, you know, it's it's a match made in heaven. So the, the New York media and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, they're going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be He's going to say so much crazy stuff. Yes. The beat reporters are going to tweet it with the snarkiest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so good. So I don't know either. What are the what are the terms of the Aaron Rodgers? Right. I'll, I'll I'll read it here and and give like news information. So, okay. uh, all right, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, of course. Uh, they get pick number fifteen in the upcoming NFL draft. Also, uh, a twenty twenty three fifth round pick, which is currently sitting at number one seventy. The Packers get pick number 13 in this draft, so basically they swap their first-round picks. 
Then they get a second round pick, which is sitting at number 42, a sixth round pick at number 207, and then a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays next year. Wow. Okay, I mean this genuinely. I'm not joking. Is that good? (laughs) My initial reaction hearing that is that that is a stunningly good trade for the Jets in terms of, like, they did not give up a lot over multiple years to make this happen. Um, And I think that they did, like, the way that I think that I need to judge this personally is, like, did you give up a shitload less than you would have had to give up for Lamar Jackson? And the answer is yes. And because that's the only way that you can justify the Jets not having any interest in Lamar Jackson is being nowhere near willing to pay the price for not the price in money, but the price in, in picks for Lamar. Um, Where do you guys think Lamar Jackson's going to go? I think he's staying with the Ravens. Personally, I, I, you know, I don't want to get too crazy here or conspiracy theory, but I, I feel like there's there's collusion with the owners to not go after him because they don't want to pay the guaranteed money mm-hmm. uh, that they did for the Cleveland uh, quarterback, which was insane that Cleveland did that. But, you know, the rest of the owners are like, hey, no, no, we are not setting that gar- fully guaranteed contract money. So I can see maybe Lamar getting – like the Jalen Hurts deal, I would say, maybe. Similar to that, where it's really close to fully guaranteed. But L- Lamar doesn't have an agent, so I don't know how good he is at negotiating. Whoa. Wait, is that yeah. normal? No. No. That shocks me. Yeah. And, Why doesn't and... he have an agent? I mean, agents take what, like 15 20% of your money, right? Maybe I think more? for sports agents, it's less. Oh, maybe five, ten. I don't know. Yeah, but it's uh, it's not the money that's that's really costing him in in terms of like that. I think we talked about this on a, on a recent show too. That like it, it's not just about the agent getting you the most money. It's the agent being it. Yeah, because it was last week. Um, yeah, you know, they were saying like, oh, Mars got yeah, he's not that good and all that. Um. He needs to have somebody out there. It was like some quote from uh, who? It, it was Ben Roethlisberger, being like Lamar Jackson's not that blah blah blah. Like, fuck you, Ben Roethlisberger. First of all, um, for Agreed. all the reasons, um, but also like that's why you need an agent. You need your agent to be like getting reporters in reporters' ears to be like Billy. Can't believe Lamar Jackson hasn't signed yet. It's really pony up that money. It's not about like the face to face negotiation. It's about like the the other shit. And I don't think that Lamar is is really uh, the dude who's out there gonna like like if if Max Scherzer uh, was his own agent instead of Scott Boris, I think he would be able to do that. Like you know, get okay, in with the reporters. I, and I do totally agree. But also, Scott Boris and Max Scherzer are like a match made in heaven too. Oh. Max was just the first guy that I was thinking of because but he yeah, got suspended for having yeah. goo on his hands. Okay, well, first of all, it was sweat and rosin. Um. <laughs> that's that's what there's gold mess. Sweat and rosin, just sweat and rosin. Not yeah. not poo, as you said. 
Maybe it was some mustard. I don't know. I said I... goo, not poo. I want to be clear about that. <laughs> okay, you said what? Goo. 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 Okay. goo. I heard it as poo. I apologize. <laughs> poo would be easy. Yeah. And then they wouldn't want That's to touch your really hands. That's really true. After, so. Yeah. Nah, no, no, you know. Maybe eat mustard. I mean, mustard well, is ready av- readily available at ballparks. So it's true. I mean, if you get some of that coarse ground stuff, who knows? Get the seeds in there. Get the seeds get, in get there. Yeah. Fucks with the drag on the ball. Yeah. Is that, is that yeah. What they, is that what they say when they're throwing seeds from the mound? You know, they're throwing mustard seeds. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. So this uh, this is all very interesting. I will just say yes. like. To my mind, Lamar Jackson is like the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, it, like I fully believe you when you say you think that the owners are conspiring because I agree. I feel like, like he's worth so much more than Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like this is like never was a conversation. And yeah, it, it's very weird that it, it happened this way. It, it feels like some. Uh, we can cuss on this, right? Or I've already cussed. Oh Here's my it. god! Okay, right. No, it's it, no. I I I believe I cussed already, but no, it's some fucking bullshit. Really, like Lamar, Lamar is younger than Hendon Hooker in the draft. <laughs> For God's sakes, Lamar's wait, like, that's wait, that's crazy. It's, it's, it's for real. Come on, man. He's already got MVPs. Let's go. Wait. So okay. Just to get Former me up. ACC rival of Lamar Jackson and Hendon Hooker. True. I mean, Virginia Tech, Louisville rivals. For real. <laughs> who? Wait, so who's this other guy? I've never heard of him. Hendon Hooker. He was a quarterback from, from uh, Virginia Tech. He transferred to Tennessee. He had a fantastic year, like a huge Tennessee resurgence. Uh, unfortunately, he hurt his knee in a game against South Carolina. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, he's just – he's he's old. He's 25. Mm. Yes. So. So wait. Yeah. Is is that okay? So is that a thing? Is this draft yeah. class the last couple draft class? Are there older people because of the COVID years where people had extra? Yes. Eligibility years. That's part of it. Yeah. Okay. Also, the I'm, I'm incorrect. Lamar is 26. Hendon Hooker is 25. I apologize. One year off. <laughs> One year off. One year off. Yeah, Still, Close. Still, Lamar Jackson has been an MVP, right. and the guy is uh, coming out of college now. Yes. And Hennon Hooker was really good. Like, he was good at Virginia Tech, and he was really good before he got hurt at Tennessee. Also, yeah, he, he's also in the guys whose names have uh, have stuck in my head. Um, but at this point, some of the the draft class quarterbacks have. Um, I'm excited for Anthony Richardson, and I think that we should just all, yeah, you know, finish your drink when when he gets drafted because um, that dude is pure. Like if not just the University of Florida, but if the the ethos of at least a political Florida, the Florida that we love. If if the ethos of Florida could be distilled into one quarterback, I feel like it's Anthony Richardson, and it's it's beautiful to wow. Should I watch consult my Floridian boyfriend about about this because he hates UF? That might not go over well. Mm, 
the Floridian boyfriend. Who is he a fan of? Do we know? USF baby. Oh, the Bulls. Okay, yeah. Right, that, and that's part of my Jets legacy oh. is that Mike White was a backup oh. quarterback at there USF, so it made it even funnier when he became. And my my boyfriend's a Dolphins fan, so it made it even funnier when Mike White came oh. to the Jets, and I he got me this shirt, this like knockoff Mike White like Jets shirt from Etsy, which does, is my favorite piece of clothing in the world. It's it's very precious to me. Um, Does it say White Mike? Because <laughs> you gotta say it. You gotta say it. You know, like the full cast does. White Mike. Um, <laughs> hang on. I'm consulting on the. Well, I will now. But hang on. I'm con- I'm consulting. What's this guy's name, Jesse? Uh, wait, wait, uh, Anthony Richardson. Oh yeah, Anthony Richardson. Okay. Anyway, okay, uh, we'll see. what's your feeling on this as a? Uh... As our SEC honk of sorts. Who's who's honk. who's the you're an SEC honk, Keelan? Okay. Who are you, who are you honking for honk. in the SEC? SEC? Wonk. Wonk. Okay. Yeah, I know. I am. I am. And are you asking me about Richardson? Yeah. Am I am I correct in my assessment of him as uh, embodying flor flor Floridianness? Floridania? Floridianness. Florid. I guess it just it depends on Floridity? How we're in Florida. Are we like Florida man? Florida? I, I yeah. see, the way I understood it is like overall Florida vibe, but you did specifically say apolitical, and I'm not sure that you can fully I'm I not sure that you can fully confused about that part. I'm not gonna lie. No, because I think that there's a good chunk of like, you know, you're Florida man. Um, like if, if I'm saying like if if Florida man was a quarterback, um, I feel like that was Rex Grossman, fair. but okay. Yes, it, I'm saying like <laughs> Rex Grossman. It, the fuck it, I'm going long. Yeah, like that's that's what Anthony Richardson is giving you. Except he can also run like a, you know, four, four, Rex Grossman could not. Yeah, yeah, four four forty. Um, so that that to me is also very Florida man. Is that like? Oh well, I can either there's I've got two options. I've got fuck it, I'm going wrong, or fuck it, I'm gonna run for it. I'm just glad it's not like a Tim Tebow Florida man. See, that's the Tim Tebow is a Matt. That's right, Matt and Tim Tebow. A Matt, Tim Tebow, a Matt. But what what I want to say is, uh, there's there's yeah, the Florida man that I'm thinking of, uh. Does not know the name of the governor. Okay. Um, yeah, that's because that's fair. I feel like that could transfer. Because all that's all that's in the mind is uh, accelerator, nitrous, quarter mile. Um, do the Fast and Furious movies? Cannot know. They do not. Con- Tokyo Drift um, is obviously one of those. Um, but they. <laughs> The movie series, it feels very Florida. There was, uh, uh, Fast and Furious 2 was in Florida, wasn't it? I I have not seen any of the Fast and Furious movies, but I keep meaning to. I will say I understand exactly what you mean, though, Jesse. Like, even from what I know of the Fast and Furious movies, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I will say I looked up Anthony Richardson, and I think I love him. He's so cute. And he was described uh, with the words ham cannon. Yes. I love Ham Cannon. Love ham uh, Fast and Furious 2 was in Miami. 
And that okay. that gave us the, the great scene from the late Paul Walker, Forget About a Cub. Um, you know, that, that <laughs> internet meme that is still going around for a while. Ham Cannon. Uh, that, was, that was... So, I saw them describe Anthony Richardson as like, whoever's getting him, they're getting a guy with a fucking ham cannon. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I... I immediately, I'm like, I am Googling ham cannon. And apparently there was a that guy. That sounds like a mistake. Wait, no. That, Where, uh, I, hope safe search is on. No, no safe search. I went I went in raw to Google. <laughs> no safe search. This is a sickos committee. We don't care about our search history. Uh, it's, for, it's research. for research. But there was a legendary soldier. His name was George Ham Cannon. Uh, he passed away in the Battle of Midway. And... But, like, that was his real name. It wasn't even fake. It was George Ham Cannon. Uh, and he has, like... Oh, I thought you were saying... No, it wasn't even a nickname. It was his real name. And so I tweeted it out from the, the Sickos Committee account. I was like, well, meet George Ham Cannon. Uh, so just, <laughs> you know, we, we go down Wikipedia rabbit holes. And, again, but that was fun, you know, when we see Ham Cannon. Somebody's like, this sounds like a Heathcliff bit, you know? And then, like, but Heathcliff had the meat tank. And there was George Ham Cannon, so I don't know. Heathcliff he also like has like a series of like hats or helmets yes. that say Ham. That's right. <gasps> oh my god! Wait, so who's gonna draft him? I don't know. And that's the—he's kind of the wild card of the draft, I would say. Which fun. is which is fun. Those are those are the ones like he has all the crazy measurables. He has all of the, you know, the attributes in the combine. He's like a combine superstar. He like runs the great 40 awesome shuttle run. I mean, it, on his pro day at Florida, he like, he threw a ball so high it hit the roof in the indoor <gasps> facility. I mean, there's just, you know, it, it's kind of almost like that, that old show. What was it? The $6 million man. Uh, which is, you need to adjust that for inflation now, but really he has all of those physical attributes, but he only started one year for Florida. That was it. And, <laughs> and it was, it was his first year under a new coach, uh, Billy Napier from the raging Cajuns, which I'm glad he left because I, I don't like the Cajuns uh, go, <laughs> go Warhawks. That's, that's the rivals uh, that we have, but uh, yeah, I mean, they went what six and six, and he didn't play in the bowl game, so I'm not going to take that blowout loss to the Oregon State Beavers uh, factor in his record. So he's only played 12 games at quarterback. Extremely raw, extremely physically talented. It it makes this is the one where, like, if this if if this hits, your GM is a genius. If this fails, your GM's probably getting fired. So. That, that's probably one of the most intriguing picks I think we got in the NFL draft. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but oh my God, am I going to be the sickos guy in the window watching whoever drafts this? <laughs> if he goes to the Raiders, I'm just going to laugh. I'm going to laugh forever if he oh, goes to the Raiders. Oh, no, no, no. We, the world needs him to be to, to ham cannon to succeed. Yes. Like, I feel like that would be a good like, it, Florida It could game be. I, I don't know if the Buccaneers would draft him, but I don't know where they're at. That's true. That would be like yeah. The I mean, Florida so, to Tampa. Is he going to go in the first round? I don't. Likely, yes. 
Yeah, okay. somebody will do it. He's projected, he's projected what, in the top a lot 10? Of people need quarterbacks. I think. So do the Packers yeah. need a quarterback yes. now? No. Who's gonna? Huh? Who's their quarterback now? So Jordan Love. Jordan Love from the Utah State Aggies. I'm what? Yes. I get wow. That's so. My little sister. Ha- I have Utah State sweatpants on right now. Ah! <laughs> I don't know if you can see, but my little sister's an Aggie. Um, so I guess I'm a Packers fan now. If I'm following tradition. Just kidding. I'm in way too deep with these fucking Jets fans. <clears throat> I mean, you've been, anyway, you've been riding with the Jets since Ken O'Brien, so it's okay. <laughs> like, who's, who's Ken O'Brien? I, I, had, I had a Ken O'Brien poster in my room growing up because I, well, for one thing, uh, the Jets' Kelly Green um, that they've returned to. It shares the four train green in New York. That is my favorite color. But but my mom did all she could to make me a Jets fan, and it just uh, I saw through it. I saw that I was, saw uh, through it. So uh, mostly because the Giants won the Super Bowl when I was five. But like they would both be on, and I I'd, I'd root harder for the Giants than I would for the Jets. I was always into the Jets, but not the same way. Um, what about now, the Mets and yeah, Yankees, Jesse? Total red zone fan. Um, growing up, <laughs> I'm just teasing, but yeah, <laughs> we, we've been over this. Um, I've had a lot of time in my life. Um, it's okay, Jesse. It's okay. We don't want to go over the Boomer Esiason episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boomer Esiason, another guy who, Boomer, I will give him this because he's a, a talk show host and a bit of a blowhard, um, as you know, talk show hosts are self-included. Um, he shows up to, to Rangers games and, like, doesn't get on the Jumbotron because he's paying for it. Like, he's just a season ticket holder. So, shout out to Boomer for that. Um, he's no Thomas Nito. Tomas Nito. It's true. Tomas Nito, most popular man in town. Uh, before we, before Sorry, we Tomas. wrap up here, uh, is there anything that, that we have left off? I have one more question uh, for you, Commission, uh, that is draft-related. Okay. And that is, uh, who, who to you is the most Sicko's player to have an eye on, you know, going into this draft? Well, I mean, as soon as you started to, you know, message me, like, hey, you want to talk about the NFL draft, but, you know, not necessarily fully serious here, but... I, I I basically pulled up the NFL draft ratings for uh, long snapper prospects. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I I had those up. Uh, there's there's one gentleman. Uh, there's a few actually. Uh, there's a few long snapper prospects. I have one. I actually have two. I'll say this. Uh, the only reason that I'm keeping my eye on these folks uh, is they have Roman numerals at the end of their name. So uh, I, I'm <laughs> I'm the commission. I have a Roman numeral at the end of my name. So if you have a Roman numeral at the end of your name, I am secretly a fan of you. Um, especially if it's, That's if it's the cool. four, if it's the four, if it's IV, you know, I am your, your number one fan because we will match Roman numeral wise. So uh, there's, there's, there's two long snappers that I'm looking here. The third rated long snapper prospect and the sixth rated 
long snapper prospect. So uh-huh. um, we have Robert Soderholm the third from VMI, which is the Virginia Military uh, Institute. The Keydets. The Keydets. That's right. And then we also have Jack Landher the fourth from UCLA. Those are <laughs> those are some ones there. Um, the the long snappers. The long snappers. Just looking at the list of all of these. It's a lot of fun. They have some really, really good names. And it is such an eclectic grouping of schools. Like, there's no, like, long snapper U or anything like that. Uh, th- there's not, like, a school that produces, like, you know, you, they debate, like, what school produces the best wide receivers. In, in long snapper land, uh, they, there is not anybody that can cl- lay claim to, you know, long snapper U. I mean, you have. Like we'll go over the the first like seven schools. Why not? I don't know. Maybe we gotta there figure this be. out. Like, Maybe we can research be... this. Who is yeah, like, who it... is long snapper? You? I am gonna type that in 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 the Discord, and maybe I'll have a subject about this. Who is long snapper? You? All right, let's do that. I'll type that in, and, oh. and maybe that'll be a next substack for me. But uh, the first seven schools. And, and it's just such a crazy group. Uh, we'll just go here. So the number one long snapper prospect, UCF, Central Florida. Love. Number two, Penn State. Eh. We're like, okay, Big Ten. They like the pun a lot. You know, maybe it makes sense. Uh, number three, again, we already talked about the key debts of, of VMI. Number four, Oklahoma State. Like, okay. Doesn't really, you know, they don't really punt too much in the Big 12, you think, right? Uh, number five, Ohio State. Doesn't really. Okay. Doesn't really they don't jive. punt ever. No, uh, really. You know, if they punt, something's gone wrong for Ohio State. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know how good he is. But uh, Mr. Bradley Robinson of Ohio State. He's got He's got. A, he's good in practice. And that's that's basically all he's got to be. Because some. Well, I don't know. Uh, long snapper is it for punting, or does he also snap for like extra points? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, they do. Maybe okay. they definitely do. They're gonna do uh, as as a Giants fan, a lapsed Giants fan, because basically I quit the Giants when when Eli was done. That was enough for me. Um, Eli's my dude forever. So fun fun um, fun story about Eli. I, I played high school baseball against him growing up. I was. Yeah, I did. He played third base. Um, he, he was not accurate to first. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Yeah. It was weird because we were playing in the high school league and he went to like Newman High School. Um I, I went to like a private school, like all boys Catholic school in New Orleans, like you do. And we're playing him and he had like a fan club in the stands, which was crazy. You know, just anytime he did anything. You know, I was like, oh, Eli. It, it, it was very weird. but Oh, my God. That's yeah, crazy. It was weird. But, you know, again, uh, Newman High School, very, very snooty, uppity, you know, Arch Manning. We can go there. But, uh, yeah, it was strange. I played first base. He got walked. And I, I never had as much attention on me playing baseball ever in my life, honestly, when I was playing first base and, and trying to hold him on. Uh, while Eli's on first base, so um, yeah, that was that was an interesting time. Um, he made a couple errant throws at first base on some routine ground outs uh, or, or some like routine ground balls, but 
you know, football was probably more of a sport anyway. Yeah, yeah the one the one where he throws. <laughs> you know, the baseball's yeah. different than the football, honestly. And yeah. I mean, in high school, uh, playing first base, my third baseman would always throw it in the dirt or over my head every single time. <laughs> I, have, oh, I have PTSD from that. Uh, it's just like, it would be in the dirt and then I'd try to treat it as a ground ball and then it would hit like a rock and like almost come up and smack me in the face. It just, and then I'd prefer the one where I'd have to jump really high, even though I'm not that tall. Uh, I had a better chance of catching it really high than bouncing on, you know, the not raked dirt. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that's, uh, my son is now, he just started, they, they are, uh, the pirates. Uh, so they, much like the the real life pirates have started the season on fire with an eleven nothing win that uh, was Hell unwalkable yeah. uh, on on Saturday afternoon uh, because as I told him you don't have to worry about um, if if you want to be a pitcher you don't have to worry about like throwing hard or doing anything all you need to do is get it over the plate batters for the next 10 years of your life are going to get themselves out <laughs> if you could just get the ball over the plate because they don't know what they're doing and okay these kids like and the pitchers also cannot get the ball over the plate so these games for the 8 to 10 year old league are just going to be walk fests uh, but I wanted to get back to the the big league pirates uh, because I think the Sicko's Baseball Player of the Week, I, th- I think we yeah. can agree, is... is uh, I keep wanting to call him Kyle, because Kyle Maggio is is the guy who runs the Knicks Wall uh, <laughs> Twitter account and website that uh, has... Is, uh, we've not talked about the New York Knickerbockers or my Twitter avatar, which I took the Sicko's, uh, <laughs> the sicko's guy... Um, myself and and just uh, put him on the vintage father Knickerbocker logo yes. to create uh father Sickobocker. did you did you need um, me to bevel that by any chance if if <laughs> it would be an honor to have father sicko father Sickobocker uh receive the beveling treatment um uh, i actually have some live information you wanted to know who oh. who is long snapper you right uh yes. I, I posted in the sicko's uh discord that we have uh, and you know, we have a separate one for business. So, uh, I posted in that discord and <laughs> we got some information about long snappers from the year 2010 to 2022, who had the most long snappers drafted, uh, or in the, I'm sorry, most long snappers in the NFL. You have three schools. LSU has two Baylor has two and Notre Dame has two. So those are your huh. those are your long snapper use. The the one that I was going to, to chime in was that I remembered uh, my Giants long snappers, mm-hmm. um, in particular Trey Junkin, who had the the botch snap at the end of the playoff game in San Francisco. That oh, I'll get Zach Diossi, who went to Brown, um, and I remembered that because he was uh, drafted when I was uh, working in the newspaper. But the Trey Duncan game is one of the cruelest things that that I think I've ever seen because it happened. The box snap happened. Um, Giants lose this playoff game 
to the 49ers. And I'm at Madison Square Garden covering the Knicks against the Portland Trailblazers. Um, and in press row, you have, like, TV. So, like, all the reporters and all the people, like, directly behind us were, were watching the game actually live on TV. They waited until a break in the action at the Knicks game. So knowing that it had already happened and the Giants had blown it, to just show it as if it was live and show the Giants losing the playoff game in devastating, horrifying, once-in-a-lifetime fashion, um, and, and then the Knicks got the doors blown off of them the rest of the way that, that day by the Blazers in front of a crowd that had the complete air taken out of it by the weirdest decision by game ops I think I could possibly imagine. Hey guys, here's the big game that y'all didn't go uh, th- that y'all didn't watch today. Here is the home team fucking it up. That's wild, messy behavior <laughs> that would only happen by the ba- by the basketball operations staff of the New York Knicks. <laughs> The magic of the garden, Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. Uh, what's his name, the owner? James Dolan. Isn't he in that terrible band? That's the only thing I know about him. JD and the Straight Shot. <laughs> Beautiful. But that does bring us back to to um, to Drew Maggi, thirty uh, three year old uh, major league baseball player, finally for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, after having been called, like that's that's the coolest thing. Like he had been called up during COVID, and um, Killer, who who was he with at, at that the, point? The twins. Do you remember? The twins. Yeah, these are the twins in 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 the COVID year and like got called up from the taxi squad, but never got to play in a game. Um, he was not actually playing very well for uh, Altoona in double a this year. Um, but the pirates had an injury. So uh, up he comes and gets to hopefully did, did he get to play? Got to play. Right? Um, I think he just got called up and the pirates are off today. So uh, I don't think he's played yet. I hope he does get, some at bats they they need to not make him like that phantom player from the field of dreams whatever his name was uh moonlight yeah. graham or whatever uh yeah yes so um yeah basically i really hope he gets to play they, they need to get him an at bat at least all right at least he'll get a plate appearance uh, so, i feel so, like so they, they can't go through all this and like make him like everybody's gonna be watching like uh so, so you didn't actually let him play fuck yeah yeah there was that uh knuckleballer who made his uh Nick, mickey janice he made his debut when he was like 30 something during oh, it was 2021 because it was during like when, when all the i think when all the sticky stuff started happening and like the, everything was all weird because of that so he was called up that was pretty cool too but then he was sent back down pretty quickly over. Uh, Love to see it. All right, that that knuckleball does give us one more thing that I'd that I'd like to. So long as we have Kamish here, yes. uh, the what what would be the equivalent of the knuckleball uh, to you in in football? I think for me, it's the at this point, 
it might be the triple option, sort of spiritually, but not really. And this just came together in my head two seconds ago when when Keelan brought up the knuckleball. So I'm 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 pinging this in my own head as well. Um, what is football's knuckleball? So it's basically a knuckleball is something that is, you know, it's coming, but you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Or, but or, also, or, or, okay. Also, it could be something that it either works awesomely or fails spectacularly at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know, it's coming and you can't do anything about it. And it, and, and it can either work great or fail spectacularly, but also you don't know, like, you don't know what you're doing with it necessarily. Like, okay. you only have such so much of a measure of control over it. Well, I feel like the triple option is kind of like a fine-tuned thing that you need to have yeah. going. Um, the air raid is, is the same because it's precise passing back and forth. It needs to be some weird formation that has a little bit of chaos to it that, you know, that dangerous aspect to it. Like, if you mess it up, uh, it feels like the veer... With like that Here's wild veer option that like Colorado used to run with Sal Nessie, I believe that's how it says his name. But like the late, late, incredibly dangerous pitch on like the option that is just way too late. Why are you throwing this? <laughs> Why are you doing this? This is definitely, you know, a fumble. But they somehow magically catch it and pick up like 70 yards for a touchdown or something like that. I like that. The, the other thing with the knuckleball is that it moves because it doesn't move. Like, be, like the reason that it does it's all this stuff is that like it's just like kind of floating through the air and gets wrecked by the currents. So it's like in its own environment. This is long snappers are, are like this too because mm-hmm. it's a very specific. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to turn into the Weber State guy. Uh, throwing four out of the back of the end zone in one game. No, uh, you don't want to do that for four safeties in in one game. No, yeah. definitely don't want that to happen. Um, hmm, it's a good question. Uh, I do want to mention one more thing about the draft. Uh, I just hope so many drafts the wide receiver from ULM. His name is Boogie Knight. So, so somebody just draft Boogie Knight, please. What a great name. <laughs> Boogie that is Knight. really his name? Uh, he was number 17 for amazing. ULM. Uh, he's, he's, like a, he's like 5'10", 188 pounds, like a slot receiver. Maybe you could say maybe like Julian yeah. Edelman, Mold, Wes Welker type. Uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody draft Boogie Knight, please. Just draft Boogie Knight. Uh, I want them to have the name Boogie Knight scroll across the bottom and then if you ever see that that's when you finish your drink for the drinking game yes absolutely there you have it that is commissioner escalante from the sickos committee somebody who actually knows how to wrap up a podcast i'm jesse from the internet i do not addy keelan do you guys have anything else uh do you have anything else before we uh just no just just make sure you soak that shirt before you wash it with that mustard in it keelan um, yeah, you know, maybe spray Thank that you. with some shout. Wow. No, I'm just <laughs> knows knows how to 
wrap up a podcast and give wonderful. Well, you know, I I have an infant, so I have all that spray. <laughs> You're busy. Um, yeah, it, it's happening almost daily now. So. <laughs> And we'll find out after the weekend what gets out Cool Whip stains or Fat Free Ready Whip stains. What, what gets out uh, pumpkin pie pumpkin, after you cannot yeah. eat anymore uh, <laughs> with your your quarter of a pie, pumpkin pie. Alright, enjoy your pies, enjoy your drinks, enjoy your NFL draft, uh, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Mm-hmm.